I'm Tucker, and this is Sceneplay. On this episode, we're going to continue our game of Mercury, which is a game of Downfall, which is by Carolyn Hobbs, and I might as well just get back into it. See you on the other side. All right. Uh, what's the scene? The scene? Oh, yeah. In the apartment. I'm freaking out about this proclamation that they've made, and... Pandora, I'll be honest with you. I think they're lying to us. Lying about what? I I don't think that the... (laughs) I don't think that the government decided to do this. I think that they're covering their tracks. What difference does that make? The government does what it wants. It makes every difference. If If they're just arbitrarily deciding the direction of our society without, you know, and just trying to uphold their own status, why should geniuses be given that kind of power in the first place? It's not about how smart they are. It's about maintaining the status quo. I mean, I mean, look at us standing here now. There's nothing dividing us right now. We're just, we're just two people. (coughs) Don't you think this is better? Pandora, why would the government want this? <laughs> <laughs> well, Echo, there needs to be mediocrity, averageness for there to be genius. We need average people to do average jobs. Without those people, society would not exist. But I still think that... <laughs> Look, Pandora. What if I told you that I did it? What if I told you that I went in and and removed people's... Tattoos. Do you do you think that the government would have made the right decision then? If you told me that, I wouldn't be surprised. I assumed as much. As for the government, I don't know, Echo. I may be a genius, but that doesn't mean I know everything. Well, that's what I'm saying. How do you know that the, all these average people you talk about... I mean, what's what's the point of you know trying saying people are one way or another how does it how does it, it actually help us be advance our society a person is smart echo people are dumb we need geniuses we need individuals who have the foresight the insight and the ability to see what will come when people get together they don't see the f- they don't they don't make intelligent decisions listen to the unrest outside those are the the cries of a mob. <laughs> and as she's talking to Echo, she Pandora looks down at her bracer, which used to say beauty, and has now been replaced with a bracer uh, emblazoned with the word betterment or improvement. Does it say betterment or improvement? <laughs> <laughs> the government that's is very lot, indecisive. That's a lot for one phrase. <laughs> it's like the Lord of the Rings ring where it goes around. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, one ring to rule them all. One ideal to rule them all. <laughs> okay, I think that... I think that Echo needs to take a little bit more action. Do another... She's riled up. She's ready to kick some blow. genius <laughs> ass. <laughs> She's ready to blow. All right. Uh, so, do, do you want to end that scene? I want to end that scene. Okay. Scene. So I'm going to frame a scene. 
and we'll start with one cut where that same woman knocks on Echo's door and mm. Echo opens it and gets handed a letter and then we come to the and then we come back into uh, her into her office and um, with Echo across from her and she says so we have fallen upon troubling times so I'm sure you've noticed and we've dis- we, we've come to a decision re- regarding you you've regarding me yes and I know this is going to be a lot to take in and I'm sure you've been expecting this for a long time but we would like to have you on the council to make deci- to make decisions on this new order. Only geniuses are on the council. Yes, and we would like you to become one. I know that's something that hasn't happened in a long time, but with all this these changes, you have to understand that we realize that our old pr- our old process wasn't perfect. Uh, the the tests measured intelligence, sure, but not the ability to make change, the, the ability to make the world better. And we think that you have that ability. You, you, you sure, you've questioned us at times. You've made, made some noise. But you've always worked well. You've always helped make our tests more strong and interested in making the people of our city better. And we think that you can help us decide who of the geniuses deserves to remain a genius and who we can bestow this title on to anew. So so there's a, <coughs> a bit of a close-up on Echo's face right now. <laughs> Clearly she's feeling a lot right now. <laughs> We we we're seeing maybe that not being a genius has been <laughs> a trying thing for Echo, and she has. Who are you? What what's going to happen to the people that you demote? Well, they will no longer bear the title of genius. They will lose their stipend, of course, and they will no. Uh, be relegated back into the masses to work a normal job. They, they will still live a long and happy life, but they will not have the power or respect that they once have and probably never deserved. We think that this, we think genius can only be found by other genius at this point. And, that and you want s- me to find that for you? I would like you to help us, yes. I can do that. So I think our hero is fallen. <laughs> Is what? I think the hero has fallen. Oh, the hero can't fall. Why can't the hero fall? Because that's the way the game the works. The hero. What? There's already a fallen. Yeah. No, like fallen. I think that I think that the the hero is. Do you th- so do you think she's like? So she's now working from the inside. She's working from the, the inside. Okay. Yeah. The, so the hero can't fall. The hero is always striving. 
Okay. Okay. Hero against can't fall. the flaw. Sorry about that. That's okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll. I'll cut the Pandora, the Pandora bit. Yeah. I still think like I still imagine that that's what's going to happen, and there's a council was, that yeah. makes the, these decisions mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. But we'll get to that. Okay. Um, rotate. Oh, reflection. <laughs> oh. Uh. So, what do I do for the reflection? <laughs> One to two sentences on how the hero's feeling right now. How? Oh. <laughs> I went long. Hero is stirring up plans. Um. Still to work from the inside and somehow eliminate the idealization of genius in the society. Uh, She's particularly interested in getting, in combating this tradition, some of the traditions like the death traditions that she thinks are super damaging. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, that's about what's happened. Cool. Are there any consequences to the hero joining them with the government? Like in time. In time. <laughs> there you go. Sick nasty. <laughs> uh, one thing I want to just throw in here that I, 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 I'm just going to put this on the table and this is just how I feel, but I'm not particularly interested in playing around with nepotism and oligarchy right now. So what I don't what I don't want to happen, uh, and it's okay if you guys feel differently about this, but I think the natural way to play this right now would be to say, oh, okay, so these are so all these people who have this power, um, who retain the title of genius, who are on the council, are going to fight to basically get their friends and their family and other different people to be mm. ge- to be mm. geniuses. Yeah. No, because I I think that they actually do believe in genius. Right. Yeah, they, they that's that's the point. Especially if they're like the the fallen. Yeah, you know, if they're or if they're the, if you're the representation of the fallen, you really do believe in genius, Ethan. And that's I think that's true of the cap- council people as well. But what else did you want to suggest? Uh, that was that was the big thing. I just wanted to keep that in mind and try to play away from that. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, pillar. Corrupted tradition. Not that many left. No. Genius is up in the air right now. Nobody can become pregnant or get married. Mm. Until the, the the determination has come out. It's a punishable offense. We need a soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. It's hard. I want to get like a soundboard where I have... So I have like different loops here mm-hmm. and then I can play them all against one another. Yeah. <laughs> and That'd be cool. Or like little jingles. That oh like yeah. Whenever, I'll need to make those eventually. When, whenever something um, happens, like you could have d- different jingles for each game. Like for when uh, a, the pillar corrupts something like the, <laughs> uh, like the little corruption. Jingle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. You can have a live musician that you hire too. You're mo- made of money, right? I'm, yeah, no, this this <laughs> podcast is pulling in the moolah right now. Which reminds me, it's a time for it's time for a word from our sponsors, right? Oh yeah. Uh, so you guys want you guys want to tell us about our great friend Williams College? No, you don't. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't aware they were sponsoring us. They're not. Okay. <laughs> in any way, shape, or form, this is all my stuff. Uh, but everything we say is endorsed by Williams College. <laughs> 
and owned by the college in fact as well yes uh, anything, anything? <laughs> because they own us we're like intellectual property of them yeah. i am intellectual property <laughs> kind of like i am i am mass that i am intellectual I property am intellectual property <laughs> <laughs> anyways all right so anyhow all right i'm gonna frame a scene let's see the scene i could be your hero baby <laughs> So I think we're going to go to a scene where the hero, we haven't had our fire friend for a while. Um, oh, this is a good one. Okay. So Echo is coming back from the council and she's going to tell Ignis that she thinks she's going to be able to convince the council to make him a genius. all right so echo echo is excited and running back um the the state of the two relationships is always sort of been in flux in this game so far and i think it continues to be this way but she thinks that i I think that echo does love both people and she and so she runs back to uh and like Knocks on the door a couple times and then Zelda's like, Ignis, 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 are you here? Echo, is that you? Yeah. Wait, I, I, I have I have great news. You're, you're going to be so excited. Are, are you ready? E pluribus unum. It's my Latin. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go you, ahead, sweetheart. It's for, yeah. <laughs> Ignis, I think you're going to be a genius. I don't know about that, Echo. What makes you say that? Well, so, I'm not supposed to tell anybody this, but they, they put me on the council. The council? Like, yeah, I, yeah. So, like the one that meets in the high, high tower? The, ver- the very high tower. And, and it has an imposing kind of like semicircular bench almost like a that, that a is exactly what judges. it looks like uh, okay i'm very proud of you for knowing yeah but you i mean so i i put your name in as because you've served the government so well and i mean <laughs> genius isn't really a thing and so i figured I'd, I'd put your name in and i mean you've done such good work as you've done such good work for the city for so long and i i told uh, i told them Every, how quickly you've learned Latin. Do you realize nobody's learned Latin as quickly as you have ever? And th- they're considering it. Like, I might, I might be able to get your name through. Oh, Ignis sits down and buries his head in his hands. Echo, before you told me that, I thought I had good news to give you. Oh? At work, they, they gave us lists of the people that aren't geniuses anymore. We're not burning down restaurants anymore, Echo. We're burning geniuses that aren't geniuses anymore. The ones that the government does not want. Okay. That's... What the fuck? (laughs) I think is what you're looking for. I mean, are you... How... And you're going to do that? Echo, I don't have a choice. Plus, you just said I'm a genius. I don't have anything to worry about. I don't doubt but that's you you can't kill people ignis 
But Echo, they're not worth anything. They're not geniuses. Not anymore. Were you worth nothing when you weren't a genius? Well, I'm certainly worth more now. Well, maybe I won't fight to have you be a genius anymore if you're going to take that. People have value, Ignis. Yes, and that value can be measured. The council does it for us. Do you honestly think that I have the ability to... to you know, I haven't changed, Ignis. I'm not any different than I was before. Just because I'm allowed to draw a G on my forehead. Do you think? Do you seriously think that I tried to get you to be a genius because I think that you're smarter than other people? Honestly, I assumed it was because you wanted to have another child to try again. Yes. Yes, it was that. And maybe it was also because I loved you just a little bit. But you're you're talking about killing people, Ignis. You're talking about going around and finding those who I, in my infinite wisdom apparently, decide are worth killing. And we were not told this, by the way. So I, in my infinite wisdom, thought we were worth, oh, maybe you're a little bit below average. Maybe you're a little bit average. Do you think those people need to die? Echo, you and I both know that we're not actually geniuses. We just do as, our to- as we are told. We are tools of the government, nothing more. Echo, these people are like the restaurants I used to burn down. When they're not useful, they need to go. Our society is no place for inefficiency. Echo. Turn, uh, Echo turns and takes off uh, her bracer that has Ignis's name on it. What are you doing? Put that back on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, leaves it on the floor. And after thinking a little bit, grabs her other bracer the one that says betterment and is illegal to take off and takes that off and puts it on the floor and looks at Ignis. Goodbye, Ignis. I hope you never see me again. Echo, wait, come back. (laughs) Echo, wait, come back. (laughs) Who who was that? (laughs) Like an echo. That was an echo. (laughs) Ah, topical. And Echo walks out the door. Ignis shrugs and looks down at the floor. In his hand is the list that he was going to show Echo. It's a list of the geniuses that he's been assigned to eliminate. At the top of the list is a name, Pandora. All right. Boom, boom, boom. Scene. Scene. Uh, fallen. Frame a scene about the hero. Mm. Also, the, the hero cannot die. The pillar can die. The fallen can die. And if the fallen or the pillar die, you continue playing secondary characters. I feel like we've really limited the the interactions between the the fallen and the pillar. Although I guess we don't need to have them. Oh well, it's good that the pillar, the fallen, is now supposed to kill the pillar. Well, yeah, that helps indeed. <laughs> um, oh, that's also super interesting because that means that Echo did allow um, Pandora to be demoted. Well, I thought it was... Oh, so she's made all the decisions? So there's a council that makes all the decisions. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was like something that she had seen all of them or it yeah. was just like they called her in to consult on some cases. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I think I think she 
at least had a big role in it. Okay. Um, Echo is frustrated and scared, uh, having just fought with her husband, Ignis, and renounced her commitment to both him and her love of betterment, which has been uh, required by the government. She took both her bracers off. She doesn't know where to go. Instead of running back to Pandora, she decides to flee the city in the middle of Mercury, running through the streets towards the outskirts. As she approaches the limits of the city, she hears the crackle of fire and sees a column of smoke. In the distance, there is a, we'll say a group of government agents burning a building with people inside it. Can I say Pandora is maybe like it can be. It can also be a character that's not Pandora. Oh, it can be. There can be different secondary other pillars that fall in. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. All right. Or like at this point, even and at the end at this point, I think a a rebellious person could be a pillar. Okay. Because the pillar is still uh, is trying to keep the older status quo now. So it's like they're trying to get back to the point where we have like the tests and stuff like that. Mm. Sure. So it could be who would have been a traitor before. Right. Okay, like a revolutionary. Okay. Um, as she approaches the group of government agents burning the uh, building down with the people inside of it, another group of cloaked men with G's still on their forehead, meaning that they weren't created by the government. They were ones that they contrived. So they weren't I eliminated. Like yeah start to attack the government agents at the back of the group is how are we going to call him lieutenant um is the leader of the the ambush squad whose name is sisyphus <laughs> do with that what you will uh, <laughs> metaphors um <laughs> It's not even a metaphor. That's just illusions. (laughs) (laughs) That um, Sisyphus is an older man. Uh, Like I said, he has the G burnt on his forehead, so it means that it wasn't a government G. He was one of the people that manipulated it before. And he turns and sees Echo and at first isn't sure what to make of her. What are you doing here? I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, Sisyphus? Yes. Uh, y- yeah. I... Heard you let's, were, uh... I went through a rough patch. I am going through a rough patch. A rough patch? That's what you call joining them? That's what you call abandoning us? It's been months since you came to our last meeting, and now I hear that you're on the council? I was doing my best to stop this madness and I figured the best place I could be was on the inside. No, you just wanted the precious genius title they gave you. What, they tell you that you're as smart as them and suddenly you abandon everything you believe? That's that's not what it was. I, I swear, I just want... I, I think I wanted to stop them. Stop them? I certainly want to stop them now. I'm glad that now that we're standing by these dead bodies, you know, and and I've lost four men and 
there's a building that just burned down and with who knows how many people in it. I'm glad that that has made you change your mind. What, you think I knew they were going to do this? They didn't tell us anything. Oh, come on. You didn't have the you didn't have the information. If it's not you, the people on the council, then who is it? I, I, don't I, lie to me, Echo. I don't I'm not lying. Please believe me. Please, I don't have anything left. Give me give me any give me one reason why I shouldn't get we shouldn't kill you right now. How are you any different from the people that burned this building down? Because I can go back in there and I can figure out what's going on. I can get you wherever you want. Tell me what you're going to do. I'm, I guess I'm just going to have to go. I hadn't thought about it, but do you know what? Now you, you, you have bombs, right? I have what? You have bombs. Bombs. Yes. You have weapons. We have weapons. Give me give me something I can hide in. A backpack, a, a satchel. And I'll br- I'll bring that to the council floor and we'll s- we'll see how happy they are when there isn't that much left of them. I can make it happen. But I swear, Echo, if I don't hear about an explosion, in the next week, we're coming after you. I, I can live with that. No, you can't. You're gonna die if if you don't. <laughs> do Scene. <it>. <laughs> All right. Was I framing that scene? Or yeah, you did. Yeah. Right. Cool. So, let's just say Echo's not in the greatest state right now. Yeah, she really wants this to get destroyed and doesn't think there's anything left for her in this world. She's great. Hmm. Wonderful. Our hero's in a happy state. Uh-huh. Okay, so my options of what to corrupt are food or <laughs> death. <laughs> Seems like a timely thing. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to have death be corrupted by genius. And what's happened? Uh, it's all—it's all been changing so quickly. <coughs> and now, in there are still people who try to put a paper, um, put a paper on, on people's doors and list their accomplishments and try to remember them as something more than black or white. But so many people are dying so quickly right now with the revolutionaries fighting the government men and the government men just killing people uh, that uh, inst- that basically when the government um, round- rounds up people and kills them and whatever and nobody really knows who's doing this but on every corpse that you find somebody's just leaving a white sheet of paper and people are getting buried that way. People who aren't getting buried, the paper is just sort of drifting off. And nobody knows where all of this paper is coming from. But the wind will often pick up paper. And now throughout the whole central city, uh, on all the streets, there's just these swirling blank pages. And people don't know where they come from, uh, but they certainly know what they mean. 
Hmm. All right. What happens now? <laughs> um, I set the scene. You do. So, <laughs> three days, because that's ominous, after <laughs> Echo's conversation with Sisyphus, in which he gave her a bomb. Did we say a bomb? Some kind of explosive. And let's say it's an ink explosive, because that ties into our theme. Echo. Ink is very flammable, as everybody knows. Yeah. Echo returns to the council chamber and she's late for the meeting and the meeting is to review all the civil discord that has resulted from their decision to uh, revamp the genius process. Um, And she walks into the meeting not sure whether she is going to plant the bomb or not. In the meeting is... Does the matriarch, the woman over the loudspeaker, have a name or no? She does not yet. She can. Okay. I think it's best if she remains nameless. We'll say the leader of the government? Yeah. Okay. Um, she walks into the meeting and the matriarch asks about why she's late. That's you. I Matriarch's late, definitely, fall- yeah. definitely fallen. Mm-hmm. Why are you late? <laughs> I'm sorry, Madam Chancellor. I'm that sorry. That is my name. <laughs> Don't you forget it. I'm sorry, Madam Chancellor. I was distracted. I forgot about the You meeting. mean by the abject terror that is reigning our city? Yes, I also find that distracting. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> you may continue. Yes, allow me to take my seat on the council panel. Well, before we were interrupted there as council members. Can I add a, can I add a member? That you is may, yeah. Very pillar. Mm-hmm. Uh, council members, I believe that we, in our efforts to reinvigorate genius in our city, we've clearly taken some wrong turns. I am still confident, though, that as we are all certified geniuses, by the tests of our own devising, that we can turn this around. Uh, one of the members stands up. He's a guy. He's a guy with bright red hair. Um, probably late thirties. He's got um, scruff. He looks very tired. Um, very rich looking. Has very nice robes. Um, lots of ink swirls on them. It's very pretty. He says, "Well, I personally think we should just." carry on with how we're going the people who are dying out there aren't us and we are we are right where we need to be we just need to continue setting setting those of us apart who deserve to be in this society those of us apart who are smarter than the rest those of us who are outliers we we can stay those who are killing each other out in the street they aren't they are not of us they do not matter in this equation the redhead counselor asks what do you think echo does he i I think it's an open question oh okay yeah Yeah, well echo interjects um trying not to seem nervous about the explosive that she has on her person where is it to like Uh, how is she carrying i'd say strapped to her ankle so she can kind of just like oh that's very small 
pop it off. It's okay. a, it's an advanced uh, technology. All right, or maybe it's her whole leg. I don't know, <laughs> but it's, it's some, uh, she some can, geniuses made it. Yeah, she can conceal it on her. No, person. some G men made it. Remember, there's yeah. a difference. Some G people. Jeeple. <laughs> there we go. Half jeep, half people. Mm-hmm. That's oh. the name of this episode. <laughs> the jeeple. The jeeple. Um, counselor, what will you do of all the people? What will you do about all the people dying? Surely this has to end at some point. The goal of genius is to elevate society, not to harm it. Well, if we, if the lowest common denominator continues to fight amongst themselves, then eventually there will be enough that will realize it is in their best interest to listen to us and follow us as the leaders that we deserve to be. You know, I'm really starting to doubt if what we've done is going far enough. I mean, if we really want to get to the highest elevated status of a, like the highest population that we can achieve, maybe we need to keep increasing our requirements for genius. Maybe we need to do another reevaluation of the people on this very council. I mean, I'm pretty comfortable with my position. I don't know if that's the best idea. But, uh... Well, clearly the way we're doing things isn't working, so we need to call, call the voices that are be contributing even further. Do you not see what you've become? In your quest for genius, you've elevated yourself to gods. We are the gods that we no longer worship. Has a, I th she has a point. I think it's okay to s stay where we stay where we are. Let's put it to a vote. So, Ethan, how's this vote go? The vote is all but unanimous. The we'll say idealistic young councilman is the only dissenting vote, and. Echo begrudgingly votes in favor of... Calling the council? Of, yes, of calling the council. And we also the first person who gets kicked off in this case. Yes, we do. As the guards drag away the idealistic young councilman... No! Echo stands and excuses herself. In doing so, she leaves the ink bomb beneath her seat and walks out of the building... As she departs, we see an explosion of fire and ink in the background. Echo has killed the council, thus putting society in an uncertain state. There are going to be some consequences. <laughs> there are going to be some consequences. Oh, hold on. But what, is, what, what does that mean, that uncertain state? Um, it means the that... Phone, the phone gets to do the consequences. Okay. Well, if you you can make this, I was right, just going to say, whatever, yeah, yeah. Her purpose in doing so, I guess, was to. Well, no, I think it makes more sense for the fallen to. So, Echo has killed the council. Killed the council. Uh, the supreme freeing, council. Freeing her people from their genius tyranny. <coughs> There's been an, a different sort of uh, underground group of people who are startlingly none of whom were ever geniuses who are so concerned about uh, 
the another council rising of leftover geniuses that weren't on the council that they've sort of in her in her name whoever blew up the council they don't it's not really public who did it uh, but in that person's name they've started performing public executions of genius is or former geniuses and uh this includes ignis Oh, all right. Because Pandora's already dead, right? No, I thought I thought we were. I don't think do, that. Well, we haven't seen it yet. So. I thought we were going to do okay, like. Okay, let's a make it Pandora. Then. Penultimate scene. And Pandora so, has, is existently. So Pandora, as a well-known artist, uh, as Echo is, um, Echo's trying to go to her house to you know see her and and check up on her, and she sees a mob dragging Pandora uh, out of the house, and they are. Sort of in in our leader's name in the in the uh, what should what what do they call it? The chancellor. The chancellor. Right? No, 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 no. Echo. Now Echo that she's, is now the, the, uh, the heroic the, leader. Not like anti-genius, but um, G girl. No, um, the pragmatist. I don't know. Something foreboding. Uh, uh not the bomber. The <laughs> Destroy the world, <laughs> grave digger. Um. They, the, so they they're sort of chanting. How about the renouncer? The re- in the renouncer's name, uh, she she elevates us all. She they or they they elevate us all. They uh, there oh, is no it, there's no. Can it be she she who elevates us all? She who elevates us all in her name. We we rid our world of 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 tyranny and they're and they're sort of, uh, you know, tarring and feathering or something of that nature. Pandora, <laughs> sure. <laughs> and just you know, so Echo Echo can't do anything. It's a mob, and she watches this happen, and Pandora dies. Okay, all right. We're not acting that out. That's just she the consequence. Did. No, that's just the consequence. That's what happened. <laughs> yep. Pandora's so dead. Now Fallen gets to frame a scene. Ah uh, yes, uh, scene. I think that wh- how how much more do you guys want to do? I feel like I think we're at collapse. After I think this. we're about to be. We can also do collapse right now. I think we should collapse. Okay, colony collapse. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be cool. Like a bee utopia. What uh, a like worker a, bee. Like a bee utopia. <laughs> like buggers. I don't know what that is. Have you read Ender's Game? Yes. Like buggers. <laughs> oh, the buggers. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, I guess that's what they're called. <laughs> After we've role played the last scene, each player gets to narrate a final short moment as the Haven collapses. If we haven't seen the Haven collapse yet, this is the time to describe its final destruction. At this point, the hero is allowed to die if we want. Give the pillar's current player the index card with the Haven's information on it, then flip over the character sheets. The player holding the card describes the Haven's collapse through the hero's perspective. Okay. So. So first, do we all narrate final scenes from? From the hero's perspective. So I'm going to do a scene from the hero. Oh. Ethan's going to do a scene from the hero. You're going to do a scene from the hero. Okay. So. And obviously, we just saw the. She uh, she just saw the death, of. Uh, Pandora, and she couldn't bear to watch the death 
of Ignis. And oh, he hasn't died yet, but he, I assume he's next on the block. Sure. And she sort of and Echo's had a rough go, and Echo just starts to walk away from the city, which is really what she wants to do. And behind, she sees rioting, she sees burning, and maybe a society will rise up out of this. Maybe it won't, but it certainly won't be the same thing. And she gets to the edge of the crater that is this island and is standing there and just sees the ocean on one side and sees her collapsing home on the other. Do I have to continue from where you left off? You can jump somewhere else okay. if you like. Um, it has to be from the hero's perspective. Though. Sure. One year after the bombing of the High Council... Echo is living on the outskirts of Mercury and the watercolor world that is not Mercury City. When she goes to bed at night, she falls asleep staring at the bracer that belonged to Pandora, which said beauty. So, uh, some unknown time later, uh, Echo is... Going into Mercury, um, things have settled a bit. She's picking up some goods that have been delivered. Uh, the city, the city is still uh, has a lot of damage, but there's lots of young people around. There's lots of like children and and um, they're like very small children. Just an incredible population spike, and. She sees some children. Um, uh, she sees some children burning a pile of books, and um, she leaves the city with her goods. That's it. But yeah, thanks for playing, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah. Any final thoughts? I feel like there was more to Ignis than met the eye and i just wanted to throw that out there for people to know that i i secretly think he was not he was maybe uh smarter than he let people know there we go i assumed that pandora and ignis would be in the same room when one killed the other yeah do you think that ignis knew about pandora probably not oh i thought he did well, I guess we won't know until the prequel. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 Goodbye, guys. <laughs>
It's called The Spell of the Yukon, and it's by Robert W. Service. I wanted the gold, and I sought it. I scrabbled and mucked like a slave. Was it famine or scurvy? I fought it. I hurled my youth into a grave. I wanted the gold, and I got it. Came out with a fortune last fall. Yet somehow life's not what I thought it. And somehow the gold isn't all. No, there's the land. Have you seen it? It's the cussedest land that I know. From the big, dizzy mountains that screen it to the deep, death-like valleys below. Some say God was tired when he made it. Some say it's a fine land to shun. Maybe. But there's some as would trade it for no land on earth. And I'm one. You come to get rich, damned good reason. You feel like an exile at first. You hate it like hell for a season. And then you are worse than the worst. It grips you like some kind of sinning. It twists you from foe to a friend. It seems it's been since the beginning. It seems it will be to the end. I've stood in some mighty-mouthed hollow that's plumb full of hush to the brim. I've watched the big husky sun wallow in crimson and gold and grow dim. Till the moon set the pearly peaks gleaming, and the stars tumbled out neck and crop. And I've thought that I surely was dreaming, with the peace of the world piled on top. The summer, none sweeter was ever, the sunshiny woods all athrill. The grayling a-leap in the river, the bighorn asleep on the hill. The strong life that never knows harness, the wilds where the caribou call. The freshest, the freedom, the farness, oh God, how I'm stuck on it all. The winter, the brightness that blinds you, the white land locked tight as a drum, the cold fear that follows and finds you, the silence that bludgeons you dumb, the snows that are older than history, the woods where the weird shadows slant, the stillness, the moonlight, the mystery. I've bade him goodbye, but I can't. There's a land where the mountains are nameless, and the rivers all run God knows where. There are lives that are erring and aimless, and deaths that just hang by a hair. There are hardships that nobody reckons, there are valleys, unpeopled and still. There's a land, oh it beckons and beckons, and I want to go back, and I will. They're making my money diminish. I'm sick of the taste of champagne. Thank God, when I'm skinned to a finish, I'll pike to the Yukon again. I'll fight, and you bet it's no sham fight. It's hell, but I've been there before. And it's better than this by a damn sight. So me for the Yukon once more. There's gold, and it's haunting and haunting. It's luring me on as of old. Yet, it isn't the gold that I'm wanting, so much as just finding the gold. It's the great, big, broad land way up yonder. It's the forest where silence has lease. It's the beauty that thrills me with wonder. It's the stillness that fills me with peace.